manakatia matoi hui hui ne, kafa kafetai anamato, amine. Bless those gathered here, we give thanks, amen. Why should we remember? Our European concept of time has past, present, and future. I would argue that it is essential to know and understand the past so we can live meaningfully in the present and plan wisely for the future. Why should we remember? Because history shapes our lives. There is this moment in time, and there is history, the present and the past. There has been a call for us to live in the moment, mindfulness, pause, breathe, and take a moment. But as human beings, we must not have personal or social amnesia, a partial or total loss of memory. A concept of history is a responsibility of citizenship. Because of our age, our date of birth, we are part of our cohort, our generation. We all know that this impacts our worldview, experience, and preferences. I am a baby boomer. But above all, we are family, part of our family tree of children, parents, grandparents, ancestors. My bedtime prayers as a small child included, God bless mummy and daddy, grandma and granddad, aunties, uncles, cousins, friends, and everybody. Please, God, bless John and me and make us good children. Amen. I bet that prayer was written by my mother. <laughs> but as Christians, with a belief in the spirit, soul, and eternal life, then history and extended family or whānau should be second nature to us. In our bicultural society of Aotearoa, New Zealand, we are also encouraged to honour the ancestors, our tūpuna. Alan Duff in Once Were Warriors expressed this concept through Matawai's translation. His ancestry, your ancestry, therefore, Beth, and mine. He recalls all those tūpuna long gone, yet still alive in the heart of every true Māori. He is saying, Beth, that we are what we are only because of our past and that we should never forget our past or our future is lost. This is not and should not be seen as a uniquely Polynesian concept. In New Zealand, with European migration, some of the awareness of extended family and connection with ancestors was lost. This sense of place, family, and connection should be nurtured as it provides our mental well-being, sense of who we are, and our Turangawaiwai, our place to stand. This beautiful memorial church of St. Barnabas can add to our sense of place, heritage, and identity. Why should we remember? Because in the present, significant days mark out our year and acknowledge special events. Each of our families celebrate and commemorate anniversaries, 
birthdays, wedding anniversaries, or perhaps the date a loved family member passed away. Our culture and society mark these too. Baptism, confirmation, marriage, and last rites are important sacraments in the Christian church. Births, deaths, and marriages have been the traditional civic rites of passage. In the church's year, Easter and Christmas and many more special days signpost our Christian journey. Our nation and province also mark special days, such as Waitangi Day and Canterbury Anniversary Day. Such days are time to pause in our hectic lives, remember, reflect and celebrate. The 11th of November became very special throughout many parts of the world in 1918, as it was the day the guns fell silent on the Western Front in France after four years of horrendous trench warfare. The 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. <clears throat> it was actually a ceasefire, an armistice, an agreement made by the opposing sides in a war to stop fighting for a certain time, a truce, hence Armistice Day. 75 years ago in 1945, there was a second world war ending and the 11th of November had to enfold, embrace and remember many more who had served and died. The name became Remembrance Day. Although in New Zealand and Australia, Anzac Day on the 25th of April holds a special place in the two nations' shared history, there has been a recent resurgence of attention paid globally to the 11th of November. Today, we join that movement by acknowledging Remembrance Day in this war memorial church of St. Barnabas. This parish church was consecrated in 1926 in the heart of Fendleton as the official war memorial for the community. We are the guardians, the kaitiaki, of this Category 1 heritage-listed building. We have a duty of care on behalf of the community to preserve this place of worship and to ensure the memory of the ancestors commemorated here is respected and not forgotten. The World War II theatres of war, such as North Africa, Crete, Italy and the Pacific, involved men and women in Army, Navy and Air Force. Some served with British forces and have different experiences and stories. As with the survivors of the Great War, many scenes were too horrific to relate to family back home and perhaps were only shared with mates in the RSA. Some sons and friends did not come home and many are buried in Commonwealth war graves in well-tended cemeteries around the globe. Since 1945, there have been further conflicts involving New Zealand's military personnel and these servicemen and women are also embraced on Remembrance Day. Recent migrants to these shores may have other conflicts to remember on this day.
But a memorial church is more than a repository of memories and memorabilia. This place of Christian worship should be our inspiration to strive for peace. In the first instance, our defense force should be acting as peacekeepers. War is a failure of diplomacy, but in the face of evil, it is our duty to strive for justice. As parents and grandparents, how can we use Remembrance Day and the legacy of our memorial church to teach the next generation to value freedom and justice as global citizens? Why should we remember? Because, as George Santayana wrote in 1905, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Our children are our future. Teach the children well. Remembrance includes condemnation of atrocities and evil dogmas. It does not include retribution or stereotyping of former enemies. The goal of remembrance is not to repeat the conflict. The goal is understanding. The goal is peace with honor. Adults of each generation have a role to play in remembrance and education. Start with young children and stories of their extended family, and also show maps of the countries where ancestors served and indeed may be buried. It is not healthy or helpful to ignore death. It is a natural stage of life and a gateway to eternity. The sadness of untimely death, but courageous death in conflict, should also be discussed with young people. As children grow, show them photos, including ancestors in uniform, their medals, aircraft and ships. Visit museums, such as the Air Force Museum at Wigram, the Army Museum at Waiuru, and the Naval Museum at Devonport. Remember also the battle sites of the New Zealand wars and lead a balanced discussion of the causes and consequences of the conflict. When COVID and dollars permit, take young people overseas and amid the fun of holidays, dedicate some thoughtful time to visiting monuments and museums such as the Menin Gate, Le Quenoa, and the Battle of Britain Memorial in Kent. Attend Anzac services as a family. Speak about your ancestors as real people of their own generations. Most young servicemen who died had no children, so we owe it to them to honour their memories as our uncles and great-uncles and tupuna. Yes, their worldview may have been different from ours, but the past is not a foreign country. Our human lives are a continuum. We are all on a journey, at times a pilgrimage, and at times a relay race, where our duty is to pass on knowledge along with the baton. In 1945, there was a strong desire for peace and international cooperation, which led to the signing 
of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in 1948. In our world today, we have many challenges and political dangers reminiscent of the 1930s. Mass rallies with synchronized chanting dehumanizes the individual and reduce logical thinking and conscience. Some world leaders have resorted to dangerous nationalism, isolationism, and populism. These should be counteracted with confidence and a strong commitment to international, multicultural understanding. We have an obligation to those who served and many who gave their lives for our freedom to exercise that freedom wisely and to work with our young people for a more cooperative world order. Our Christian faith gives us a global perspective of peace and love. Remembrance Day here in our memorial church reminds us of the tragic consequences of war. Remembrance Day encourages us to respect our ancestors, seek to understand our global neighbors, and search for diplomatic solutions from a strong moral position. Why should we remember? It is essential to know and understand the past so we can live meaningfully in the present and plan wisely for the future, lest we forget.